1: Welcome to, I I think this is my first emergency podcast here on the Land Grant Holy Land podcast feed. My name is Matt Tamanini. I'm joined by my co-managing editor, Gene Ross. Gene, how you doing, man?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, You know, got got some stuff to talk about today.
1: We do. We are coming to you at just after 3 p.m. on Thursday, June 10th, which means that we are still in the thick of dealing with the news that was reported by Pat Forty and Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated about the expansion of the college football playoff. Uh, I'm gonna go through some of the basics here. They reported this together, but they both had slightly different information in their tweets. They've since put out an article on Sports Illustrated, but reading anything on Sports Illustrated's website is a pain in the ass because of all their pop-ups and videos, so I'll just stick to Twitter. Pat Forty and Ross Dellinger are reporting that the College Football Playoff Management Committee, which has been the working group trying to decide what their plan will be for college football playoff expansion, has settled on a proposal that they will send up to the, the powers that be later this month, uh, and their plan is that they will expand from four teams to 12 teams for the college football playoff. The six highest-ranked co- conference champions will be in, now keep notice, Six highest conference champions. That means it's not just the Power Five and it means that it's not Notre Dame. Those teams will be in. The other six slots will be designated to at-large berths. From there, the four highest-ranked champions, no matter of Power Five or Group of Five um, designation, will receive a bye, while the other eight, seeds 5 through 12, will have first-round games played on the campus of the higher-seeded team. That also means, again, that as of now, Notre Dame, BYU, and any of the other Division 1 FBS independents will not be eligible for byes. Now, Gene, we'll get into some of the other details about this, um, but it is possible that this could be approved as early as June 22nd uh, at the next Board of Managers meetings, but it does not look that it would be able to be implemented until at the earliest of 2023. Bill Hancock, who is one of the members of that committee earlier this spring, said that 2023 would be the earliest that could be. Now, I don't know if he meant this 2023 season or the 2023 um, you know championship game that's part of the 2022 season but I would imagine it's the former so first off on first blush Gene hearing all of these details what are your thoughts on this in general whether it pertains to Ohio State or college football in general what are your thoughts on a 12-team playoff with six auto berths for conference champions and six at-larges?
0: Yeah, so as you kind of alluded to on Twitter, um, we, we've reached a point now, Like the, the discussion has been for years now the whether or not we should expand the college football playoff, and I, I think now we've officially reached the point where we're past that, and now we have to start arguing about how we're going to expand the playoff. We see expansion is going to happen. I think we're, we've reached the point where four teams we realize is not, not enough, and while you don't want to devalue the regular season any, uh, I think it makes more seasons, more valuable for a lot more teams other than the Ohio State's, Clemson's, and Alabama's of the world to have some additional spots to play for. So th- this is interesting. I didn't see them going right to 12. I think this is um, kind of out of left field from what we've seen. I think we've seen a lot of arguments for either six or eight. But I do like, as you also mentioned, that it's the it's the top six like highest ranked conference champion. So it doesn't it doesn't even guarantee all five power conferences. There could be a year where, say, you know, I mean, realistically, we're talking about the Pac-12, whether or not they're in the top five. But
1: Well, last year, I will say, Jane, last year in 2020, the six auto bursts would have been Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and Coastal Carolina. Those would have been the six. So it would have been four power five conferences and two group of five conferences. So at, to your point, it's this is not just a potential thing that could happen if this would have been the plan in place last year that's what would have happened
0: yeah for sure so i like that it's not just the top top five power conferences automatically get a bid because as we've seen sometimes you know last year the pac-12 was down and whoever the one the champion of that league is might not necessarily deserve it so you know it's good that they're not just playing up to the power five conferences it's the top six highest ranked conference champions which i like i like the idea of an auto bid you win your conference and you're a top ranked team you deserve to be in um what i don't really love and it kind of you know it kind of. Is uh, a knock on the big, the the higher ranked teams, the top four teams, is that they don't get a chance to play on their campus. Mm, You know, if Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson are in the top four every year, you're never going to get you know a playoff game in the shoe or in Tuscaloosa. So it kind of it kind of takes away from them if they want to be in the top four. Yeah, it's (laughs) obviously better to be like five and and play a really low seed at home, but. You know, I think it's an interesting concept. I, I like kind of how they're going about it. I wasn't expecting to see 12 right out of the gate. Like I said, I was expecting more of eight or six, and then the top two just get a buy, just so they could get, you know. They want to obviously get the Power Five conferences in whenever they can. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Notre Dame and BYU, like you said, the independents. So <laughs> the I, I, I like it, and I don't—yeah, it's yeah, exactly, for <laughs> sure. Like, if Notre Dame, join the ACC, or, or just get, get out of the conversation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting thing we'll see. We'll, we're going to see, like you said, at the end of the month whether or not this gets approved and how soon it could be implemented. But uh, it, it, a change is coming. I don't know what that change is going to be, whether it will be this, whether yeah. they'll knock it down to, you know, eight in the negotiations or whatever. But it's def- a change is coming for sure.
1: Well, and I think we've seen some movement over the last few days to go from an eight max to this 12 because I feel like they just kind of understand that eight is probably going to be – a decent number, but not enough. There's still going to be more push for expansion. I don't see them getting to 16 at the FBS level um, for a number of reasons. So I think they were just like, you know what, let's just do it. Get to 12. We can hold off on 16. Maybe they eventually do get to 16, but not anytime soon. So I feel like this was just like, rather than having to worry about more expansion after we announce eight, let's just go to 12 and make it happen. What I think is super interesting about this though, Gene, is that, this essentially means that Ohio State is going to be in the college football playoff every year for the foreseeable future. Like, I just don't see a, a year unless there is mass injuries or something else unforeseen that the Buckeyes don't make it in um, while Ryan Day is the coach at Ohio State. I think something dramatic would have to happen for the Buckeyes not to be in. I think the same goes for... Um, Alabama for Clemson for Georgia Um, I think that's probably the only four that I think are guarantees at this point but you could start arguing that there could be um, a few others maybe I don't know Texas A&M or Florida or Oklahoma Oklahoma's probably in there as well I, I should I should include them too but like Ohio State Alabama Clemson Georgia Oklahoma they're pretty much always gonna get in now
0: yeah, that, well, I have a couple a couple big gripes with playoff expansion. I like the idea of it, but there are certainly some issues, and this this is one of them. I think it kind of takes away. For, it doesn't take away from everyone's regular season. It really only takes away from the regular season a little bit of the Ohio States, Clemson's, and Alabama's of the world. But it, it is going to be a little. The thing that makes college football so good is that every game matters. You know, even if it's you know Ohio State's playing Rutgers and they expect to win by fifty, even though that game expects to be a pushover, you can't afford to lose that game in a fourteen playoff. If you lose right. to the teams that, even though it's it's an easy game that you expect to win. If you, God forbid, lose that game, you're done. You're out. And that's what makes college football so good. Now, those teams, you know, if Ohio State or Alabama or Clemson falter in one game of the season, they could just sit back and be like, all right, well, we'll still finish top 12. We're fine. Like, they're not going to fall out of that. I actually looked up coming into this before we started discussing this. How many years since the college football playoff started do you think that one of those three teams finished outside the top twelve?
1: Well, I know Ohio State is the only team that would have finished in the top 12 every year. Correct. Um, I, I know there would have been only, I think, one or two years when Clemson and Alabama weren't in there. So I would imagine it it is only been one, maybe two years in which we would not have seen all three of those schools in.
0: Yes, it was one time and yeah. it was the first year and it was Clemson before Clemson became Clemson.
1: Yeah. Every, every year
0: since the 2015 playoff all four of all three of those teams have finished within the top twelve. So yeah. that that's kind of one of my issues is that these teams, like their regular season really won't almost won't matter anymore. Like Ohio no. State could afford the Penns like Ohio State Penn State's always a big game because the loser of that game, you know, will won't make the Big Ten championship most likely and then that team could finish outside the playoff competition. Now, if Ohio State loses to Penn State, they're still probably gonna make it and they have to play one last game because they don't have to play in the Big Ten Championship.
1: Well, well, first off, I'll, we'll get to the Big Ten Championship game because I think the conference championship games are going away. But there's still value in getting one of those buys. You know, like I, you said, there's value to being able to host a playoff game at home, obviously. But in the big scheme of things, you'd rather not play that game because then you have one less game against a quality opponent in which you could sustain an injury or that you can get worn down. So I think there is still benefits. To every game, there there might be different meanings for winning those those conference games, but they're still there. Like they're, they're, there's built in um, incentives to win every game. But what I think is more important is on the backside of that. Let's say that Penn State and Ohio State this year they're playing at the end of October, but they've played in in early September, early or mid September. Um, they've played in late September, early October before. So let's say Ohio State beats Penn State on October first. From there, it's pretty much Penn State hoping that Ohio State loses twice so that Penn State can have a chance to get to the Big Ten championship game. Now, Ohio State beats Penn State on October 1st. Penn State still has a crap ton to play for because having one loss against a team that will presumably be in the top four or five at worst – doesn't look so bad when you're just trying to get one of those six at large spots. So I think that, yes, some of the meaning for the regular season games might change, but I think this gives a lot more value to the regular season games because there are different ways that people can continue their season.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think, honestly, it's a net positive because, like, I think it really the only seasons it kind of devalues are is Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson. They're the only ones whose games matter slightly less. But for college football as a whole, pretty much across the board everyone else's season gets more like it matters more because now they actually have a real chance to get into the playoffs because there's more than just one free spot outside those four teams you know these mid-level programs within the power five so like the you know the Iowa States the Texas A&M's of the world like they have a legitimate shot of making the college football playoff now because they don't have to fight over one spot behind the three top teams so I think for the vast majority of college football this is a great thing and it it makes their seasons more valuable because if you have a loss or two losses as long as you've had a good schedule and you've played a good season there there's still a chance that you can make the college football playoff
1: yeah and i think one of the things that has to be discussed is if you were going to add another round of games into the postseason you have to figure out a way to balance that with what's going on before that and this was one of urban meyer's big bugaboos with playoff expansion was that he was concerned about the repetition of of college unpaid athletes bodies being beaten on especially as they get into games against the higher levels week after week after week so there's two options and pat 40 mentioned one of them is that the nationwide season start date could be pushed to what is now known as week zero in late august normally the start of the college football season is labor day weekend or you know the days before and after that Um, but there is also always a handful of teams usually like a florida state or somebody plays on week zero that could become the new start date so that they could accommodate the extra round of games um, later in the season, or or and or I guess both could happen. I think that the conference championship games might be a thing of the past because if for Ohio State to play Michigan the week after Thanksgiving, to then play the Big Ten championship game. You know, depending on the calendar, the first weekend in December, then have two more games in December against playoff teams, and then have, you know, or on January 1st at the latest, and then have the championship game, you know, a month after the Big Ten Championship game. I think that might be too big of a lift to convince college presidents and everybody to buy into. So I think there's gonna have to be some sort of schedule accommodations made to fit this new expanded playoff into the construct of how college football already runs its regular season.
0: Yeah, and that's another one of sort of my issues with college football playoff expansion is that, you know, I know the NFL has since moved to 17 games, but it used to be 16 games for the longest time and like now it used to like in, in a normal season non-covid you had to win 13 you had to play 13 games to win the national championship now if you start approaching you know 13 14 15 games you're getting real close to an NFL length schedule and if you're not paying these players or you're not like taking a game off the regular season that is a lot to ask of unpaid athletes so i think that is a legitimate concern that they're going to have to find some solution to whether that's you know taking away one conference game or you know moving spreading the season i don't even know if spreading the season now is enough cuz you're still playing playing all those games and like you said the end of the year is going to be a grind when you're playing three or four games against playoff caliber teams so that is something that they're gonna have to grapple with and like they're that's that's not an easy thing to kind of fix so that is that's a big concern I think Urban Meyer's right in that regard that like you know they're they're putting a lot on these athletes bodies and they're not especially they're not receiving money for it like that's that's a lot to ask to get pretty close to you know asking them to play an NFL schedule
1: So, uh, like I said, we're recording this just shortly after 3 p.m. on Thursday. The expectation is that there will be a press release with the full details released likely today, if not on on Friday. Um, that's when it will become officially the recommendation of this working group or this, com- this subcommittee. Um, it's been reported by Sports Illustrated first, so if any of these details are wrong, Blame them, um, but it seems to be what everybody uh, thinks this will be. This is not what I would have picked, and even in terms of a 12-team playoff, this is not what I would have of wanted, Gene. But I think there are, like you said, it is a net positive. Whether that's from the regular season standpoint, I think the fact that we are now guaranteed to have a group of at least one group of five team in the playoffs every year, because if you're going to have six conference champions guaranteed, there's only five power five schools. So that means by default, there's at least one guaranteed group of five team in every year, which I think is awesome. Um, you know, I, I would have I would not have hated the 10 conference champions and two at larges. I argued in a You're Nuts article a couple weeks ago that the it, we should go to eight and have Power five, one group of five, and then two at larges. I would never have come up with six at larges uh, myself because that means we're probably going to have minimum three SEC teams every year, probably minimum two Big Ten teams as well. To be honest, uh, but th- that would not have been my first choice. Um, but I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing they're going to have to to figure out too is that we haven't, even with just four teams, we haven't had competitive playoff games. There has yeah. been seven national championship sure. games at this point, and two of them have been good games. Yeah. There was the the first time uh, Clemson Alabama played; and it was a close game, or maybe it was the second time, whichever one, because Clemson blew them out in the other one, and then the the Alabama uh, what's it uh, What am I looking for? The Alabama Georgia game where they went into overtime. Those have been the only two good good championship games the rest have been blowouts lsu blew out clemson uh alabama blew out ohio state this past year ohio state blew out oregon when they won they've all been blowouts so like if you're adding more teams now especially in the first round where like teams like oklahoma and all the, the, the number four team besides when it was ohio state that one year has just been getting demolished so to add a 12th team now you're getting five versus 12 or whatever they're doing there you gotta hope for more competitive games because already just one to four it hasn't been super competitive so i know that you know the balance of power in college football is not great. Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson are clearly an entire tier above the rest of the world. But hopefully, some of these like lower level teams between five and twelve have some more competitive games. But you just got to hope then that like a 12 doesn't get lucky and make it up to against the 1 and then you have like a 70 point championship game. So, I don't know how they plan on fixing that, but that's another legitimate issue that the current playoff is already facing and now if you're getting a bigger spread of talent in the in the playoffs, it's going to be uh interesting for sure.
1: Yeah, well, I do think that that's something that a lot of people I've had arguments on Twitter with the college football nerds who are regulars on our podcast. Um so it was friendly arguments, but they're against expansion because they don't think the games will be any good. First off, I think if you've got a six versus 11 game like that's probably a pretty entertaining game that's a lot close because you don't have necessarily as big of a talent differential between them as you do maybe between a one and even a four in some years but i what i what i argued in an article last weekend is that expansion is necessary to get the better games. You can't just say, okay, we're expanding, and then all of a sudden everybody's gonna be playing at a higher level. No, if you expand and you show that more teams than just Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Georgia have access to win a national championship, maybe some of that top talent goes to some of these other schools. Now, obviously there's great talent going to schools like Florida and Iowa State even, and Texas A&M already. But maybe more, maybe, you know, players in Florida say, you know what, I don't have to go to Alabama and have a chance to win a national championship now. I can go to Florida or I can go to Iowa State or if I'm from, you know, the Carolinas, maybe I can go to Coastal and still get into the college football playoff. So I think the expansion and the access to the national championship game will naturally, not right away, but slowly expand where the talent goes. I think uh, name, image, and likeness rights will help that as well. Um, So I think that this is a step towards more competitive balance and parity. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and even throw in Oklahoma are always going to have an advantage because they are who they are. But I think this actually helps get better games on the field because it allows teams to market themselves to recruits as being a perennial playoff contender for real now that there are actually 12 spots as opposed to the four
0: yeah i definitely think that's a possibility i just worry that you know especially in the first couple years like you said you know the the five through 12 games will probably be really good you know the six versus 11 will be a great game but the problem is when when number 11 coastal carolina beats (laughs) like number six usc and then they have to play Ohio State in the next round, and they lose by seventy. I don't know that's going to be an issue. Like the first round games will be good, but then once those lower tier games have to play the top four, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. So hopefully, like you said, like the balance of the power will change a little bit. You know, more of these big recruits will go to these little lesser schools, mid tier schools, and these big conferences that have now a chance to make the playoffs. So hopefully, the the talent gets spread out a little bit more. But I think in the first couple of years, you're going to see some real, really bad games between those teams that make it out of the first round that maybe shouldn't have, or just you know had a really good game, and now they got to face one of the big boys. It's going to be It's going to be a tough battle for them, especially if they're coming off a game and the other team's coming off a bye week. So I I don't know how they're going to balance that out.
1: I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm literally I'm okay with that because I think the excitement. I'm okay with Ohio
0: State winning by 40 in the playoffs. (laughs) I just don't think the rest
1: of the country is. Yeah, but I do think that it gives more players and fans and teams the opportunity to get excited about the playoff. Even if they end up not showing great in the first few years, there's more excitement. There's more eyeballs. I think this is only... Um, this started something good it's not perfect like i said it's not the format that i would want but i think this is a really good step
0: yeah i totally agree i think the only people that could see negatives to it are ohio state alabama and clemson fans because it's like all right but like now what's the point like we're we're gonna make it every year so like it really it's it's a net positive for 99.9 percent of college football it's just that the we're we're so lucky that we've already made the top four (laughs) most of the year so it's like all right well what's top 12.
1: All right, everybody, that is our real quick college football playoff expansion emergency podcast. If you are finding this episode on landgrantholyland.com, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are cranking out episodes nearly every single weekday, all with different perspectives, different hosts, different focuses. We've got some more surprises coming down the pike as well. Also, don't forget to follow Land Grant Holy Land on Twitter at LandGrant33. You can find me at Matt. Gene, where can people find you?
0: They can find me at Gene underscore Ross 23 on twitter and uh yeah
1: i'll I'll be there sounds good everybody have a great rest of your day thank you for listening we will talk to you soon and as always go bucks